Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is O from Locker Room Bo, and we got a special guest today, uh, B. Right here. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. Um, it's very uh, one of my very longtime friends, and this man has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, and you know, I'm glad to have you on, on the podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I have Marquis Jackson in the building. We need that, man. <laughs> what's good? We need good, that sound. Good, no, 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 we need that. That should be a good thing to add. So what's up, Marquis, no, man? No, thanks for having so, me, though. Hey, how you doing? Good, good, man. I miss you, man. I know. Same, same. It's been a minute. No doubt. So we've been trying to get this a together. Cool minute. Um, but, you know, you living in L.A. You know. It's been one of those uh, hard things to, to get together, but... <laughs> It's hard to coordinate that. It is. <laughs> um, so we're taking advantage of this quarantine thing to, to get yeah. you on the show. There you go. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself uh, a little bit by yourself. All right. So um, my name is Marquis. Uh, born in Los Angeles, more specifically uh, Bellflower by way of Compton. Uh, grew up primarily in Rialto. Shout out to our town, i.e. Samurai Dukes, Colton. <laughs> All the above, you know what it is. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, was into the music thing for a while. Moved out here to LA. Uh, things didn't really go as planned. <laughs> Made some changes. Uh, now I'm in school, married, doing the whole thing. So yeah, thanks for having me on. No problem. That was actually one of the things I was going to ask you was um, if you were still doing music, even if it's just for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I still play around with stuff, and I still, you know, got my little, my little things that i do i got a little soundcloud and all that but oh, okay i don't really put stuff out too much or promote anything or anything like that but we're, yeah we're definitely gonna need that link at the end of the show to ah for sure for sure i'll, I'll drop the plug i guess sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it's crazy oh i didn't realize this was who this was you've talked about him you know plenty yes. of times oh that's so funny, conversation <laughs> outside that's of this. funny. <laughs> but you know now i'm putting two and two together so yeah, that's what's up man. i'm scared no 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 not at all man uh what you saying? He's always, he's you, always saying great things about you, bro. What you saying, It's hard. It's hard to. He's like, I got, I got, I got this black friend. You know what I'm saying? real good in the church. That was me. That was me. I was like, oh, you don't got, you don't got me though. So you got to be special. No, no, no. <laughs> Outside of me, I don't even know anybody. Well, no, it was weird because it's like Marquis was like the only black guy in our church, uh, full of Hispanics. Literally, literally, yeah. Yeah, oh, so okay. that was uh that was weird. But no, it's hard to talk talk bad about <laughs> Marquis in general. Um, he's a he's a different kind of human being, man. He's he's always he's a good soul. I appreciate that. Um, so kind of the things I want to talk to you about today. Um, I kind of had sent you like a quick message about it. Um, is originally we wanted to get you on the show to kind of get your opinion on the use of the N word, but I feel that right. you know right now we're not at the at that at that time right now you know, because of the, uh -huh. the current issues that are going on and stuff like that. Um, so I think right now, based on what's going on with uh, the coronavirus and stuff like that, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about your faith. wanted you uh -huh. to, you know, kind of give us your two cents into it. I mean, and kind of what Brandon brought in, that you and I were were in church together. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I, I guess you, we can really say that we were pretty devoted to it you know we were there oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, we served yeah we were there what like four days out of the week man yeah so probably minimum minimum yeah for sure four days out of the week um so 
I think I think right now things should be a little bit more important for faith. But uh, where where are you at with that right now? Um, I definitely believe in God. I mean, that's something that's kind of never changed. I feel like it's just in, been embedded in me since the birth, pretty much. Um, I definitely don't have the same relationship with church <laughs> okay. as I used to, um, for sure. Um, it's been years since I've been to the church that I was kind of raised in and groomed in. Um, and even after that, it's been a few years since I've been in church to church in general. So I'm not really into the whole organized religion aspect of things. Um, but I definitely still believe in a higher power. I still believe in God. Okay. Yeah. So what, um, what made you, I guess, kind of like leave the church aspect of it? Whew, a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was singing in the church for one thing. Um, and our situation was a little bit different because we had the church band and then we kind of had an outside band that we were doing, but it was all kind of connected. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was young, trying to live my life. And I guess some news had gotten back to our pastor that I was gay and, you know, that I was in the church and, you know, we couldn't have me being gay and singing up there because I would be influenced in the congregation. So, I mean, I guess I had the power to turn a hundred people gay, but, um, <laughs> uh, so he kind of sat me down. That logic, though. You know what I mean? I thought it was interesting. Yeah, so same. he kind of sat me down and I admitted it to him. He was like, you know, I heard this and that. And I was like, all right, so since we're going to, it's out there, I'm not going to backtrack now. It is what it is. You know, it's true. You know, <clears throat> um, and he was pretty much like, you know, I can't have you up there singing if this is what it's going to be. So I'm going to sit you down so you can talk to God, figure that out. And then once you're better, we'll put you back up there. So I played the game. Really? It was it was real. Really? It was he real. Said, once you're better. Like pretty, wow. Pretty much. It wasn't the exact verbiage, but pretty much like once this is over, once you're back, you know, to the other side, you know, you can go back up there and do your thing. Wow. <clears throat> um, so that kind of rubbed me, you know, kind of funny. Right. No, I can imagine. <laughs> so like, you know, like if I put it away, then I can be up there. But if I'm open with it, I can't. It's pretty pretty much what I got from it. You know what I mean? Just turn that switch off. Right. Know? Let's switch it off real quick and go up there and sing <laughs> for the people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, all right. So, I mean, and I tried it. You know, I was in that place to where, you know, this was my community. These were the people that embraced me. I didn't have a lot of family at the time. And. You know, these were the people that accepted me. And in my logic, it was kind of like, if I suppress this, then I still have this community of people that's going to love me, quote unquote, and embrace me and take care of me and have my back, which all of that, you know, is a whole different story. Right, right, <laughs> in itself. But, you know, like if I suppress this, then I have all that. But if I let it out, then I risk all that. And then I risk ridicule and I risk, you know, my friends turning the backs on me. You know what I mean? Like, it was all kind of connected. All my friends were in this church. All, you know, everyone I knew pretty much that I spoke to was in this church because of the structure of the church. It was kind of one of those situations where you didn't really mingle too much with people that weren't in church. Yep. And even more specifically, that weren't of the faith that you were in because that can confuse things. So I was kind of like, you know, what, let me put this away. Did it for a minute, you know, took some time off ended up letting me get back up there, did my thing. Just, I, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like I tried it. It just wasn't working out. You know, I talked to the pastor again and it kind of sat me down indefinitely. And eventually I slowly just stopped going to church after that because one of the things that kind of kept me there was singing, was doing music, was writing, was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that aspect of it, you know, just my love of music. And once that was kind of taken away, I kind of took a step out and, you know, had to reevaluate 
my faith in regards to religion and you know was it did I have a relationship with God or was I really holding on to this for the people and for what I could get out of it wow I, I didn't yeah. I really didn't know that I, that was gonna be one of my follow-up questions was uh, like if you left because you were gay like if it yeah. made it but I didn't know that that was like really your story honestly I had I thought it had something to do with uh with who you were dating at the time uh um and it was just yeah yeah so i was like oh maybe it was because of that and because it almost seemed like everybody the part of the band was just like dating each other you know right yeah and we were i was too at one point my my i was dating a girl in the band right yeah so (laughs) i I figured it was it was that happening and then it just didn't work out and then things in the within the band just got like really awkward Nah, I think it was like I went through a period of me kind of like finding myself. And then even though I wasn't like out and dating guys at that time, somehow it got back to the pastor. And it's funny because at that time I actually had a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't even like I was out there dating a guy. Like I had a girlfriend. That's crazy. And it's, you know, some things got back to him. And it was like, you know, whatever. No doubt. <laughs> well, I would just take this moment to say congratulations on your marriage. Uh, hey, you know, thank you. For definitely sure, saw man. the pictures, thank man. You. Came out of nowhere, but Nearly congratulations. Was. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that, that is crazy. We went to the courthouse. We eloped. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just you two. Like yeah, there was nobody else. Yeah, it was just us. Yeah, it was just us and our photographer. No way. Yeah, we went to Beverly Hills courthouse private ceremony. It was really nice. Nice. So where'd nice, you find man. him at? Yeah. Nice. Oh man, that's a long story. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in that show, though, we got we met online. Really. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I was like online dating, kind of doing that thing and uh, kind of set it up and was just like scrolling profiles and, you know, seeing what was up and never really reached out to anyone or spoke to anyone. And he messaged me and I was like, oh, OK, let's see what's going on with this. And <laughs> went on a date, went on a date and it clicked. Like, I just felt like it was, you know, a friend that I had for years. Like the conversation was just easy we just like clicked on all these different levels like our ideologies like all matched up and you know what i mean just our viewpoints and we just vibed it was crazy and then after that you know we facetimed each other for a few months went on a few more dates and you know a few months down the line just like let's make this official started dating wow so yeah this clicked nice (laughs) that sounds like a like a good love story Uh, like a more modern love love story for sure you know what i was gonna say that's what i was gonna say (laughs) right um for sure so prior to the incident at church um did anybody Uh, else know that you were gay um honestly not really i had a couple friends in high school that i told but other than that i didn't really really open up to anybody about it like that okay so how was it with uh, with your family um, I was gonna ask. You know what's funny? My siblings were always cool with it. My siblings were, you know, like whatever. You know, yeah. I feel like the younger generation is always easier. They don't really care about that stuff as much. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, my mom. It's funny because I told her I wrote her this long letter, um, and was like, I want you to read it, but not when I'm around. You know, whatever. So she reads it, whatever. Calls me immediately after, and she's like, first of all. I want to tell you that I've known since forever. <laughs> you know, it's just like I'm a, Damn. I'm a mother. Mother's intuition, you know brother. I always mean? know. Right, exactly. Exactly, and, bro. And I, I think that's exactly what she said, like a mother's intuition. Like I knew since you were like a kid. Um, she was like, but, you know, I just thought maybe you like more artistic and just, you know, a little bit more creative. <laughs> she said so artistic. I just never, for like, sure, for sure. Because she was like, you know, you dated girls all these years, so I didn't want to push you and be like, hey, are you gay? And, you know, <laughs> try to make you into something you weren't when, 
you know, you could have just been, you know, different from the other guys. But I was like, yeah. no, you were right. <laughs> you got it. You was on point. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that was so that she, she kind of took it. Yeah. So she was still with it, and and you know what? She had she her best friend was gay. Like she wasn't tripping on it at all. Like if, if anything, it kind of helped our relationship because we were kind of in like a weird place, and that's something that almost brought us closer together. Really. Yeah, that's, up, that's good, man. It's yeah. funny that you mentioned like you know the younger siblings to take it a little bit better, because uh-huh. um, that's kind of how it was for my sister. Um, I don't know if you've heard any other episodes where I mentioned that I was the one to uh, perform the ceremony of my sister and my sister-in-law getting married. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made a toast. Like I was the last one to make a toast uh-huh. or like to talk um, at their actual wedding reception. And um, overall, I think my side or our side of the family was still a little bit more uh like skeptical um uh-huh. not still fully yeah. grasping what was going on and still probably a little bit judging right. uh so i shared uh-huh. a story the first time that i found out uh my sister was gay uh, uh-huh. and that was uh she had a nokia phone or nokia however you say it and i was playing uh-huh. the, the game snake retro yeah <laughs> retro <laughs> <laughs> i was playing on i was playing on the phone the game snake um and she receives a text message from my sister-in-law and it says, uh, Hey babe, I love you. And that kind of threw me off a little bit, but it just wasn't like, it wasn't enough to want me to stop playing the game. So then she's like, Oh, did I get a text message? (laughs) And I'm like, Oh yeah. And then she read it. She's like, did you read it? And I was like, yeah, I read it. You know, I'm just just trying to play the game. Like, can you hurry up and give me the phone back? Uh Um, so I share that story, but overall my, my overall message to her was, uh, well, because after that, like I think like a couple of days later, they brought me together, and they told me I think mm-hmm. I was the first person. I hope I was the first person because that's what I okay. that's what I said on the speech. Um, so, uh. so if it's inaccurate, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> to your knowledge, you were the first. To my knowledge, I was the first. <laughs> so they told me, and I was just kind of like, you know what? I don't care who you date as long as you're happy. It is what it is. Um, that's how it yeah. always should be. Man. Right. That's how it always should. I was gonna ask you, bro. Coming from a from a black home, uh, um, brother. Uh, <laughs> you already know. Not brother. like not just to make not just to make make this about race, not just to make make this about race. Right, right, right. I know it's all in all different cultures, right. but for me, like you know, obviously being in one and knowing people who, knowing fathers uh-huh. who are very not okay. Right. You know, with the oh, situation. Yeah. I don't know. Was that your situation? Oh, or? for sure. So, I mean, okay. with my mom being super, super accepting of it and all that, like sure. the other side of it is I did come from a black family, black, black yeah. family. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> and I was churched, like even before the situation with Oscar, like I grew up in the church. Like my great grandma okay. took me to church, like pretty much when I was old enough to leave the house. Like I've been in the church yeah. singing, playing drums, like my entire life i've been in church so you know what i mean right so i'm just like it's embedded in me so i feel like i've always had this internal battle of if i come out as gay then you're less of a man because they kind of equate especially in the black culture masculinity with you know ultra masculinity alpha male heterosexuality you know what i mean all of that stuff and so for me it was always like an internal battle of like okay so if i come out as gay does that mean i'm less of a man you know that kind of dynamic because i was still into things yep. that you know quote unquote guys like you know what i mean like oscar i was always hanging out with the dudes like you yeah. know what i mean like we were always i was i was just one of the dudes but 
I just felt like, okay, so does this mean if I have this gay side of me, am I giving up that part of me? You know what I mean? Like that embedded, you know, black masculinity thing that's embedded in you to Mm -hmm. where you can't be gay and, you know, a male, quote unquote. You know, it's just, it was always a weird battle in my mind. So yeah, that definitely played into Mm -hmm. it. And I can definitely say, I feel like it took me a longer time to come out to a lot of like my cousins and uncles and stuff like that because of that reason. Because I felt like, from the black male perspective, they were all judging me differently. And I mean, to that point, some of them did. Some of them didn't, you know, outright accept me. Some of them kind of put me on ice for a few years, um, took them a while to come around, but eventually everyone came around. Like at this point, there's no one in my family that's, that's like, oh, Marquis out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone's pretty accepting. Everyone loves my husband. So it's all love yeah. at this point, but it was definitely like a journey. And I think it's important too, because especially in our community, I just feel like because they don't see it enough and they don't know what it mm-hmm. looks like, they judge it mm-hmm. and they're afraid of it. Exactly. But I feel like once I put a face to it, they're like, oh, well, we know Marky. We know he's cool. We know he's a great yeah. dude. We know he's loving. He takes care of his family. You know what I mean? Yep. So they're like, oh, okay. Yep. So everything that I thought about what was gay before doesn't make sense because he showed me something different. You right. know what I mean? So they might be thinking about the, they might be thinking about the, like the over, flamboyant right, you know, right right part right part of being gay right. and, and i'm like kind of correlate that to you yeah and i'm like it's levels you know to it like we're it's just like yeah, yeah. everyone is different levels to this we're all different you know what i mean so i feel like they okay. do have that idea of you know what they think being gay is and they kind of project that okay. yeah have you listened to our episode about uh Dwayne wade's daughter no uh, i was looking at that this morning but I, yeah yeah okay. yeah i saw that but i didn't listen no. to that one yet so in that episode, I get I'm a huge sports fan, uh-huh. um, and I'm an even bigger fan of Dwayne Wade, uh-huh. especially his collation of Kobe. Oh, right. Um, but you know, I, I had super respect for him, you know, being there and being supportive for his now daughter. Right. You no, know? especially you know, come from a black home. Ooh, it's not. It's I thought that was very huge taboo of him. Like, I, you know, what I'm saying shocking almost. Yeah. yeah so. You know, that's that's why I was calling it that with, you know, the father thing uh-huh. and how if your father reacted to it or if not, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know your situation, but right. I don't want to overstep as well. So, I mean, you know, it's cool for me. I didn't even I haven't seen my father since I was five years old. Like he kind of oh, like left okay. and was out of the picture. So I was primarily amazed okay. by the men in my church. <laughs> gotcha. So like my uncles gotcha. and stuff, you know what I mean? Like not even like blood gotcha. uncles necessarily, but like just men that I grew up under were kind of more of yeah, what yeah. I was thinking of. Like these are the men that I have to interact with. Right. These are the men that, you know, pick me up on the weekends and you know what I mean? So I'm just like I feel you, I feel you. From that perspective, and they had sons, you know, my cousins and stuff. So even like I was just it was hard for me to just open up that side of me because none of them had even ever really even seen that around them. So they didn't even know yeah. what it was gonna look like, sound like. You know, if I brought a dude around, I didn't know how they were going to react because that's a whole other level. Like, you can say you're cool with exactly. it until I bring someone around. Right. You know? Exactly. I think there's so. just, like, big misconception of, like, it's almost like a like a disease. Like, it's contagious. Like, you bring that around right. somewhere and right. they're going to be gay. Don't have it around your kids because you're just going to make your kids gay, too. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never met one gay person when growing up and somehow I became gay. So it's not contagious. Let me tell you right. that. <laughs> no, and then that it ain't that it ain't that corona. <laughs> right. It's the it's the corona. <laughs> well no, that was that was kinda a little bit why my family was so reluctant to it a little bit. Uh-huh. Was because my sister had already had a child, my niece, uh-huh. uh, before she got married. 
Uh, so it's like, well, how's it going to be? Like, you're going to make your daughter gay. And it's like, that's not how things work. Right. You know? Right. It'll be the decision in her, at the end of her life, you know, whenever she's yeah. old enough to decide, she'll, she'll decide. I always thought that logic was funny. Because I'm like, if you come from a straight household, then that logic is already dispelled. Right. <laughs> like, it already don't make sense. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know, some of the, some of the thoughts going into into being gay or being around gay people is definitely mis- misrepresented. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. And I mean, I feel like it's just things that have just been embedded in cultures and, you know, it, 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 for a very, very long time. So it's kind of just something that's hard to break. Even me, like even, you know, as I came out and I started talking to more gay people, I kind of had to like learn a lot. You know what I mean? Like I, I was kind of stuck in that, you know, um, kind of a box, you know, just in the circle of my straight friends and saying certain things and, you know, kind of being ignorant to certain things and, you know, like just dropping the F-bomb here and there and realizing that that's not a, you know what I mean? Like just like little things like that, that you just say and that you do, but you're not even thinking of, you're not conscious of it, you don't mean harm. Right. But until someone puts it in your face, you're like, ooh, I didn't even realize I was doing, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So I just feel like it was, you know, even for me, it was just a lot of things that I had been taught and that had been embedded in me that, I kind of had to wake up on and grow up on and learn just like stepping into the culture and coming out and kind of like meeting other people and realizing what it really was, you know? That's crazy. I never, I thought it would have been more offensive if like a straight man said the F bomb. <laughs> I would, yeah. Just in, you know what I mean? Like just, just in general, like you just, I feel like I had to learn how to navigate all these different situations, you know? Man, that's interesting. So you kind of were just kind of like the the new kid on the block and just learning as you went. A little bit. Yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> Man. I remember the first time I came out here and like one of my, you know, new gay friends was like, oh, let's go to the gay club. First time I went to the gay club, I was like, oh, okay. A whole new experience to me because I had only been to straight clubs at that point, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I had only, you know, the only thing I knew about gay clubs was what I saw on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was So yeah, it's completely changed my perspective hanging out in the community and just like meeting people and just learning things i will say this though <laughs> gay clubs are a lot more fun they're lit they're super lit. right <laughs> like, no i'm like no one's standing on the wall everyone is just getting down it's just a good time it is a good time like, it's a good time That's yeah it's just lit i went to well going back into my sister uh i went to vegas for my sister-in-law's bachelorette party um uh-huh. and we went to this gay club and it was fun, man. There was like you said, like, nobody is it's just standing over. staring. Nobody looks like they're miserable. No like right. everybody just talks to everybody. Uh, yeah, I. It was it was kind of funny. Like I walked, we were walking into the door, and some guy comes out like drunk as hell, and then gives me a cheek on, gives me a kiss on the cheek, and then I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. Just <laughs> kept going. Yeah, it's like, right, whatever. Man. We're all friendly here. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Right. <laughs> So, but no, the environment was great. I mean, I think this particular club had like, um, what did they call it? Oh, they had the uh, power bottoms. And, uh, oh, oh, it was getting real. <laughs> they had power bottoms and then Damn. I forgot what the other one's called, but they were like, uh, it had to do with your drink. Uh-huh. So uh, the, they had like a pink cup, they had a yellow cup, and I think a white cup. And each cup represented a certain thing. 
Uh, but the the power bottom. I remember the power bottoms because I'm, I'm real done. nervous. I'm real nervous right now. <laughs> like, where, where's the story going, Oscar? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying like that. It, it, was, it was. What happened in this club? <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, I know I'm gay. Right. Like, like, what, what, right, 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 right. There's a, a boundary. Right. <laughs> what they make you do, Oscar? You can say that. Uh, well, there was there was no strippers in there, and uh, they made me tip them. Uh, that was that was fun. No, I was just saying hilarious. it because it was funny that they have like uh, like theme drinks, right? And, like uh, every drink was obviously a certain amount of money, but um, it was like refills on certain cups, and every hour uh-huh. was every other cup. So that was funny. Oh, damn. Uh, but overall, like I said, it was just more of a the gig clubs are a lot of fun. They're they're yeah they were there so real communal yeah. So if anybody out <laughs> there gets a chance to go to gig club, go. It's fun. Check it out. Check it out. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah, so. I haven't experienced it, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, y'all bigging it up, man. I'm about to show up oh, and, you know, know show out field real trip. quick and see what's up. Hey, locker room field trip. Educational. Educational. I'm only going marquee, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to sing. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel safe in that oh, environment. Right. <laughs> marquee got all the new knowledge, so we'll definitely be all right. <laughs> Maybe some have a game plan going in. You feel <laughs> right. <me>? so. <laughs> hey, so don't worry. <laughs> so you you've been living in LA how long now? Damn. Oof. Let's see. Damn, about to be thirty-two. It's been about almost ten years now. Ten years now. Yeah, I moved nice. out here when I was twenty-two. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, because I had my twenty-third birthday party at the first house that I rented over there off of Gage, over there off Slauson. Damn. <laughs> oh, yep. He was over there by Nip. I was, yep. I was over there in the hood. <laughs> yes, sir. Damn. I was in the hood. Yep. <laughs> Wait, you said you're 32? Yeah, Little is over there by like Nip, by Janae. Yeah, 32. Yep. Well, I'll be 32 in October. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Time yeah, because I left. I'm telling you, time flies. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking like, no, there's no. We've been knowing each other for a minute. No, we have. <laughs> I was only saying that because. I left at 21. I left the church at 21. Uh, um, but I feel like it wasn't. I didn't. I wasn't. You, I wasn't still there when you left. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was gone. Oh my god! <laughs> now, it just seems like it would. I think you were still working soundboards when I left. Yeah, when I left working soundboards, like yeah, I was yeah. just over it. <laughs> it's over. It. Well, so we never got to talk about it, right? Um, and I'll get back to I'll get back to why I asked you if you were living in LA, but um. So, like you said, growing up, I didn't grow up in church. You know, my my family uh-huh. was uh, was strong Catholic, and so we had like the mm-hmm. Sundays. And once we get older, they kind of let you pick whether you want to go or not to to church. Uh-huh. Um, and it wasn't uh, if it wasn't for uh, Jonathan's mom, um, I probably would have never gone to church. You Damn. know, ever. <laughs> so, because I was always over there and. Um, you know, she'd make us go like, and she's like, oh, well, Jonathan was like, I don't want to go. She's like, well, take Oscar. And then he'd make me go. So, funny. so um, <laughs> then, you know, James got into it and then I got into it. So that's yeah. kind of my story, how uh-huh. I ended up uh, over there at that church. But, uh-huh. you know, knowing going to church, you know, you start serving. And what I mean by that, for some of you that don't know, is like you become more of the congregation of the church. You, you start uh, helping out around, you know, with like. Yeah. Sometimes minimal jobs, sometimes more, uh, more important jobs like being part of the band. How Marquis was, um, I was, uh, I was, I guess I was tasked with the soundboard, which is the behind the scenes of 
how the singers can help or can hear themselves like, along with uh, other instruments that are out there. Um, yeah, yeah. So did your thing. Yeah. So definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely tried it uh, for what? I think it was like sixteen when I first joined. Damn. Yeah. Babies. Yeah, I was, I was young, man. I didn't know what to do. They get you. They get you young. <laughs> <laughs> um so the reason why i left um is because it started to feel more of a job rather than you know me being there for for god um and to me that kind of sucked and that was my my main reason for leaving but it was also because i feel like i was having like a lot of little back and forth arguments between the band leader and myself uh, with yeah. like how things how things <laughs> were supposed to sound and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then to it, I mean, I was obviously younger, and I felt like yeah. I was being deprived of a lot of things that I wanted to do. I wanted to yeah, I wanted experiences. To, yeah, I wanted to do wrestling. Couldn't do it um, because it involved with uh, with church. Damn. Um, yeah. I wanted to I wanted to kind of be a little bit of a hoe. And I couldn't do right. it. <laughs> you could not get your hoe on when you got to be at church Wednesday through Sunday. Right. Oh, <laughs> so, no, for, I remember one time. He was keeping it so real. <laughs> I remember one time. Trying to serve God, but get this thought right. in too. You know? right. one time. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was, it was just more like I wanted to date this girl. And one of my buddies, James, kind of approached me. And he was just like, hey, man, you know, she's not saved. You know, you can't be with her. You know, yeah. think about how he's gonna look. And I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, like, don't do me like this. Don't look good for me. Why are you worried yeah. about right. it? Right. Well, it's because it was weird in high school. Like, we were like the church kids. Like, everybody knew that we were the like church a thing. kids. So, it was a thing. You know, it, it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't something that looked good. It was taboo. So, yeah. we left it alone. Um, but it, it was, <laughs> it was just those things, you know. So, I told myself, you know what? I'm turning 21. I'm gonna bounce, give myself a year to do whatever the hell I want to do, and then I'll, uh-huh. I'll then I'll come back. And I never came uh-huh. back. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so what? Did, so what changed in that time that you were 21 that made you not go back? Um, or between between 21 and 22, to where you were like, you know what, I'm good. So I think what changed was um, I ended up getting my wife pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, that'll change some stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll change it up a little bit. <laughs> I think I was more scared of of being judged at that time. I feel that you know I because you weren't right. Married. I wasn't married. Right. Um, yeah. Everybody knew. I think everybody had a good idea. I don't know if they had like concrete evidence because I was very, I was very careful about what I posted online and where I was at and yeah, what I was doing. You weren't putting your stuff out there like yeah, that. No, yeah, no, I wasn't. Um, so I was scared to be like, hey, guys, like I'm back with a baby like and I'm not married, you know, give me a hug. Right. <laughs> you know, welcome me back. Dude, because that was a, that would happen. It'd be a scandal in the church yeah. whenever someone would leave and like, oh, they got pregnant. And it was like a whole thing. Yeah. So I, I, I know. Crazy, I know. Man. I know exactly that, but, what you're talking you know about. What? I don't think it's necessarily church. I think it's just that's just humans. That's humanity. You know, that's how human we are. nature. Right. You know, we're always right. going to be skeptical of uh, not skeptical, but like judgmental towards other stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, it just. That you can't I feel understand. like it's just it's more right more in a in a negative way just because we're supposed to be a church and we're supposed to be about God, people that don't judge, but uh, yeah, we're there and doing that anyways. Um Right. So I think that's what makes it worse on on that end. Um yeah. but I think yeah, that's kinda what had happened and then 
um i don't know i i couldn't it was it was being judged by my peers and then also like i just felt like i wasn't being true to god anymore like i enjoyed drinking you know and i, uh-huh. I was not like a drunk but you know if uh-huh. i wanted to have a beer like, i wanted to have it in peace and not feel like right. i'm being a hypocrite right 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 you know? right right because you couldn't go back there and be like, oh, I had a beer last night. It was good. Right. I had a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, or like if we, because, you know, usually after church we used to go out and, and, and eat, you know? Uh-huh. If, if right. we went to a place that just happened to serve alcohol, like if I want to grab a beer, like I should be able to grab a beer. Like, right. I'm grown as hell. Why can't I have a beer with my, with my meal? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, it was just always frowned upon. And then I definitely didn't want to have like the, the back room talk. It was just kind of like. <laughs> Say that again. The what? The back room talk. <laughs> oh man, man. some some of these phrases are real sketch right now. Oh. It's starting to sound real cultish. Oh, <laughs> people are gonna be real lost in the sauce after this episode, oh, man. man. Like, <laughs> right. Back room talk. Which one was that? We're <laughs> like, not gonna drop names. And like I said, I'm like, I'm trying so hard not to put names out there just because. <laughs> you know, and I don't. Again, it's not the church. I think it was just. People yeah. that were put in certain positions of importance were too in young. Power, yes. Yeah. We're too young. We're too young. We yes. We weren't old enough to be able to handle our responsibility. And I'm talking for myself and everybody around us that were kind of, I guess, running yeah. the church. Like basically, we were known for being a youth church because we were like kids running. Mm. We were like kids, <laughs> literally like trying to be adults. Yeah, man. it was a lot exactly. of responsibility logic. for all of us. A lot of responsibility. Yeah. We would be traveling and doing stuff, going around doing ministries. We went to Mexico. Yeah, we like we was doing a lot. And we had like a small <laughs> tour too, like where we went we to small different churches. Tours. Yeah, we would do a lot. We would perform at the high schools. Yeah, so it was a lot of responsibility. It was a lot of ministry. Yeah. So and again, there was Bible really, college. We had to go to Bible college. Yeah. And it was it was just us too. Like it wasn't like we had a. I mean, I know I know pastor got involved, and it was more like like a blessing thing. Like yeah, guys, go ahead and hear. Like this is what you need you should be doing. Um, but it wasn't like we had like full on direction. On yeah, you guys didn't have like an older yeah, spokesperson that would like kind of guide y'all. Exactly, we didn't. It wasn't like we that? didn't have that. Oh, I feel man. like it was the pastor. We kind of had our band leader who was kind of supposed to be that role, but he was like yeah. two years older than us. He was like twenty one. Ah, okay. You know, no still trying to figure his stuff out, kind of in no his doubt. head as a rock star. You know, whatever that was. <laughs> but that's a whole. Oh that's my god, the shade just became overwhelming right now. What? What? What I saw some palm trees nah. swoof right, right through this this, this podcast, oh, man. Wow. It's, it's all love. The good thing is that he probably doesn't listen, so we're good. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> so we're good in that, and I don't think any of them listen to this, so we're good. Uh, yeah, who knows? That's the same one that you was before, though. It wasn't. Is it that was you guys talking about? End, but it wasn't really like, like, I, cause see, I'm. Oh, it was a beast throughout for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let you know. Let me stop. Let me stop. It was what it was. I think, I think the, the, issue that I, the issue that I had with him was I like we're both like very like strong headed. Yes, you know, oh my, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was it was not gonna be his way, and it wasn't gonna be my way. We could never meet in the middle. That's so true. That'd probably you know? crazy. So true. And that goes again with uh-huh. us just being so young. Yeah, like you know they yeah. think you know we're given this power of authority, and we just don't know how to. To balance it out like i had two assistants yeah. that i went through because i was just like a tyrant like, no you need to be here at five <laughs> no you need to do this you need to do it like that right and it's like these <laughs> give you they give you a little bit of power you just be no for on. real <laughs> and me too i ain't gonna lie like me too. i couldn't i, I couldn't manage Starbucks it. Run. where you at 
Damn. We like, Where's my corporal frat pack? Right, we like 20. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's been hurt. 20 minutes. Where you at? <laughs> Right. Oh, man, where's where's my change? Like at? what? <laughs> right, where my change at? <laughs> Stop playing with me, little kid. <laughs> no, for real. It's like, is it... Yeah, I, I just think that was the oh, biggest man. biggest reason of why we probably had a lot of issues. It just we just weren't able to compromise. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you know what? It was I... it was weird. Like after a couple years of being gone and stuff, <clears throat> I had some time to think about it because I did I did kind of have some like weird like beef in my own head i don't know if it was mutual so i, I don't know but um, in my head it was like it was on site if i ever saw him outside of church <laughs> you know me too <laughs> <laughs> but i went back Dang. i went back a couple times just to kind of go to go to service um uh-huh. and i never did this and i should have done it but mentally in my head i felt like i was mature about it where i wanted to apologize to him and be like hey man i'm sorry i wasn't mature enough to handle our differences wow you know, that's big of you. No, nah, catch this two piece. Feel, I mean, that, right? Right? <laughs> no, bro, fuck like, that. That's big of you to feel that way because I never, I never had oh, those God. feelings. Yeah, I think I had to do with my daughter too because, like, at this point, I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't yeah. want to have any type okay. of negative energy okay. around my daughter. Yeah. Okay, you know? this is true. So this is true. Um, because I don't know if you remember one of our friends. His name was uh not not Francisco. Uh, there wasn't bad, but it was another guy named Francisco. Called him Cisco. Uh-huh. Anyways, he tried to stab me okay. one time. And uh, Whoa. little Cisco, not the uh, not James's friend, the other, the other Cisco. What? Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah, he tried to stab me one time at a party, and uh, that's a lot. And I think it was just the fall that nigga on Instagram. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know it was beef. No, no, no. It's not beef no more. Like we we squashed that. But uh, y'all grown, y'all good. Yeah, yeah. No, right. we're good. <laughs> My whole thing was like, I don't want to be out in Rialto and then run into this guy. Just a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, you guys ever cut yourselves or hurt yourselves while trimming your balls? I know I have, and I've butt a lot too. But that's why the Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded their 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dog powered by USB. If you're listening to me right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. So trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code LOCKROOM at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. And again, it's 20% off plus free shipping with code LOCKROOM at manscaped.com. Guys, I don't think you're hearing me. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use promo code at LockRoom at checkout. And now, back to the show. So I apologize, guys. We uh, we ran a little bit into some technical difficulties. Uh, my Zoom, our Zoom meeting got, got canceled, but we're back on. Um, and we're just going to pick right back off where we left off. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, my whole thing was like, I wanted, I don't want to have to deal with, you know, running into somebody in the streets and because of any type of animosity that I might have had with them, you know, for something to go off while right. I have my daughter with me. Um, yeah. so 
that was my main thought. And you know what? Let me just try to, even if I'm not really at fault, let me just try to bury everything that I got going on so I don't have to. I feel that. So that was my main thing in dealing with the with the band leader. And I like I said, I wish I would have had the time to actually do it and, and talk to him about it. And be like, hey, man, uh-huh. you know, this is kind of how I feel. You know what? That's real. That's real. I feel like in a way I can I feel what you're saying, because I feel like looking back in hindsight, I feel like I wish I could have been able to communicate my perspective differently. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to say better, but maybe <laughs> differently than i knew how to at that time yeah you know what i mean it wasn't all bad there were some interesting moments but i just felt like there was a lot of mashing of the heads yeah (laughs) i think the the music and the traveling and stuff And it just happens when like you're when you're dealing with a bunch of creative people yeah you know you're gonna run into like um some ideas that you think are better like um i kind of just had to swallow my my pride a little bit uh, earlier this week with with B, because um, <coughs> uh, we just we just got this whole uh, you know sponsorship with uh, with Manscaped. Right, right. So in uh, congrats on that too. That's appreciate dope. it, man. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so you know, obviously we have to, you know, um, do some stuff for it. Um, but right. I kind of came with B with an idea, and then he like completely shut it down. <laughs> And then uh, he's like, he was like, nah, he's like, good. nah, it's, we, we it's just too long, bro. Like, we're not doing that. Um, and it was about our only fans page. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate you, dude. Oh man, no, it it definitely Done. was not about our only fans page. <laughs> um, gotcha. No, so he kind of just wanted to make it a little more simplistic, and I. I I'm that guy right now. It's like, well, no, dude. Like, I said we should do it like this. So this is how it needs to be done. Um, right. And then. Hey, you oh, there you go, B. We're back. <laughs> um, I was just telling him right now um, about how. Well, why I wanted to kind of clear things up and not want to have like that type of animosity with people. Got it. Um, and then I was telling Marquis that um, a lot of clashing happens in those situations because you're dealing with a lot of like artistic people and people yeah. who want their way to, yep. to do that. Yep. And I was mentioning to him that I kind of had to do that this week with you when we were talking about our ad oh, that we have yeah. to do. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, you were, you were saying stuff that made sense. I guess I was just more like, I want to do it my way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, I just had to swallow it and be like, you know what? That's cool. Like you have the right idea. It just makes, it makes more sense to just make it short and sweet. I'm just trying to drag Spall it on, and uh, you know, that's a tough cookie though. Sometimes it's hard to just swallow your pride. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> that's that's why I like B a lot because he is that type of person. Like when he knows he's wrong, he's wrong, and he'll admit it, and he'll take mm-hmm. he'll take it in the chin, you know. But then he right. just the type of person that he is. Like I also give him that same respect. Like if I'm wrong, I'm gonna take it in the chin too. Like I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you about it. Like wrong is wrong, and. And even right. though I've been known to just argue down to the down to the T, when I know I'm dead wrong, but also argue like that, he's just one of the people that just don't do that with, um, right? Just because it doesn't make sense, you know, for me to do that. Um, um well, when I was younger, my mom was like, "Man, you don't grow up to be a fucking lawyer." Cause I, I, I'm assuming <laughs> I was fucking super powerful when I was young. I was always arguing with my parents, man. But not like you know, confrontational or like, uh, you know, trying to be a fucking douche of a kid but i uh-huh. was just 
when I had like a good point and I knew it was a good point, I was always down to fucking argue that shit, bro. <laughs> but I obviously have toned that shit down a lot and I've been able to take shit on the chin, like you said, and not be as prideful. Maybe because of all the fucking lessons I have to go through with my parents, but man, right. you know, I was always with the shits, man, my parents, man. That's I a good trait. I had a good point, man. I'm going to let you know about it. <laughs> I right. gave it up. <laughs> it's a good, it's a hard trait to learn, though, for reals. Yeah. Like, it sucks. Um, <laughs> but going back in, into why I was asking you um, your LA situation, how's the quarantine? Man, Whew, man, it's it's real out here right now. <laughs> it is so real. Uh, so we pretty much don't leave the house unless we're going to get some food in a grocery store. Okay. Uh, went to the post office the other day, get the check for rent or the money order for yeah. rent. <laughs> uh, anytime we leave, we gotta have on our masks. Oh, uh, man, they got shut it's, down. It's, it's shut down. Like we can't, we can't do anything. We can't do nothing right yeah. now. Hey, the sky looking better out there, though. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> All that smog. Oscar showed me the picture, man. I was like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, no, that's crazy. Right? It's wild. Yeah, yeah. it's super clear. It's, like, it's kind of night. It's really clear. It's almost like the planet's trying to tell us something. No doubt. <laughs> In a really fucked up yeah. way. <laughs> oh, y'all don't want to listen. Y'all don't want. Oh, right. okay, man. I got something for you. <laughs> here, right. here, here like, go this damn. Corona. What's up, <laughs> right. man? Sit your ass like, there. Damn. <laughs> you know what though? I honestly hope that once this is all over, it kind of just encourages us to look at things differently and the things that we're doing, you know, to the planet a little bit differently, the things that we're doing to each other a little bit differently. But we'll see what it is because we know human nature. Yeah, we tend to go <laughs> back. Funny way, so that's what it is, man. I got a real funny yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. So what are you guys doing to stay busy? Man, well, um, my husband is actually able to work from home, so that's been a blessing for him. Like, he's been able to do his thing. Um, me, man, it's been hard to stay busy watching movies, <laughs> getting into arguments with people on Instagram when I'm trying to be real woke. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, playing with some music stuff here and there. I've been working on, with my production stuff a little bit more because I'm trying to get into the zone of being able to do my own stuff and not really have to rely on too many people right. Wait, man. you know the, the last situations i've been in haven't been very uh productive or pleasant so yeah i mean i feel like it's given me the opportunity and the time to kind of focus a little bit more i've been doing a lot of school work because now school is completely 100 percent online so i feel like i'm just always on my little ipad just throughout the day just doing assignments here and there just hopping back off hopping back on doing like a little something reading something so I mean, I'm able to stay busy, but honestly, it's like going on week four right now Damn, for us, man. and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's hard. Could, could you guys imagine if we didn't have, or we weren't in this technology age, how would it be, bro? What? I don't know what, it, I honestly don't know what we did. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Can't go outside. Can't talk to nobody, like really talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Like, can't FaceTime exactly. nobody. Like, what? Yeah. Can't do this? It's a lot. Can't do can't, this. Right, can't do this. This is right. crazy to me. This is so crazy. Ooh. Isn't this insane? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen so many podcasts using so, Zoom or just schools in general, and it's like, wow, uh, technology is crazy yeah. right now. Zoom is booming. Only twenty five thinking that classes. You know, <laughs> Zoom, Zoom, Zoom is chilling. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Zoom is yeah. booming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they bread is up right now for sure. Right. They're good. Yeah. Man, I thought this Talking was like, like I discovered this like three episodes ago. 
like three oh, or four yeah, episodes yeah. ago. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, yeah. ain't nobody catching on to this. Like, they're sleeping. And then all of a sudden, zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, <laughs> man. I thought I had the. <laughs> right. like something. For real. I thought I had <laughs> right. the golden ticket. I was gonna, I was gonna hit him up and be like, "Hey, what's up? We we promote y'all, like we use y'all, like what's up? Can we get like a paid partnership? Like what are we doing?" Right. Nope. Zoom, 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 zoom. Corona said, "Got everywhere, right? For real." Yeah, I mean, overall, it really is a good platform. Yeah, sure. I mean, I have full full class sessions on Zoom. It's crazy. Really. Like we just all be on there in our little boxes. Yeah. Like I think this, yeah. <laughs> Man, I have it. I should probably try to see if I'm like a kind of like a professor to get like the discount. Hey. That, that's why. That's why we had a technical <laughs> difficulty with was the fact that they shortened my time for like really? uh, oh, I like see. I can have like if it was just me and you be like it would have been fine. Like we could have gone forever. But when there's more than uh, one or two people, like it cuts it like in time, and you got to get like this, ooh, this special package. They know what yeah. They're doing. yeah, they know what they're doing. They're smart. So they're smart. Just implemented that too, bro. Because we were not having that with other people, man. <laughs> no, we were. Right. That was never yeah. a thing. That was never a thing. Uh, we we changed the ter- services in terms. Like what? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? <laughs> just now. Just now. You're the first trial. <laughs> right. Yeah. Check your email. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man. Hey, so. Hubby, right? What is, is he? He's in Hollywood. Oh yeah. What does he do? He he works in film. I mean, he's a filmmaker himself. He does like his own films. He has a, a short that he has on YouTube right now that everybody can check out. That I will drop a plug for later on too. Um, but yeah, he he does all that, and then uh, he works um, for a film company that does uh, some post production editing stuff for packages for at home content if i'm explaining that correctly so pretty much when you go home and you got your dvd and you pop it in you look at all the special features he does that really yeah wow, that's pretty dope dvd <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> sounds like a 2000 problem <laughs> <laughs> right right dvd what <laughs> what is that? what is that oh man you know actually i was listening to i think it was joe rogan like a couple uh-huh. maybe like a month ago or so He's talking about like some like DVD rental sales or DVD rentals like the sales numbers, they're actually still uh, pretty high compared to like yeah, really. It's like like D- some, oh, that's funny. DVD and what's the other one? Like the more like HD. Oh, Blu-ray, four K. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were trying. Did to your husband do to, Blu-ray like, as well? Like Blu-ray. Film? Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. I, that's what yeah, I mean. all that. That's what's up, man. All that, all that, all that new technology yeah, yeah. that all the whippersnappers, whippers-snappers are using. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so old. Right there. <laughs> the young all the, whippersnapper. All the, all the kids is playing with. Right? <laughs> oh man, that's a. We've had to, we've had to yeah, adapt yeah. on Zoom. You know, we're so we're, we're not that old. <laughs> I'm over here on my little screen. Like, what do I, how do I get the sound going? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, hey, so listen, I've been dabbling with the idea of um having like an, an actual legitimate uh intro song i don't um, know if you'd be willing to partner up with us and help us out with that we because i um I'd be i don't know about music like that, that. Just, i just know how to make it sound good um uh, but as far as composing anything I, i'm worthless yeah what you think about you got any ideas um just give me some uh some good marquee stuff man some soulful stuff, <laughs> and then just at the end, just <laughs> locker room bo. <laughs> Drop a couple of hooks. Locker, lock, room locker room bo. Just, yep. Hey. 
I'm gonna drop the little music so tall run at the no end. Doubt. <laughs> That's all we need. Oh man. No, I got you for sure. That'd okay. be fun. Uh, make, hopefully give you something to be uh occupied with throughout this quarantine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Keep me busy. No doubt. Hey man, well I really do 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 appreciate you um, you know, taking the time to be with us today and uh, you know, giving us your story. it was really I really appreciate it because I really didn't know why you left. You know, I, you were definitely one of the people that I missed a lot when Aww. when uh, people Same. started leaving and stuff like that. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, I have oh, to no, do it. I have hey, to do it. Hey, love. Um, <laughs> y'all crazy. <laughs> no, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had me. I appreciate that. It was cool being able to share my story and some of those experiences and just shed a little light on being young game black in the ID <laughs> in in search in the early was it the the early 2000s right oh my god the early 2000s yeah, yeah. yeah it was a struggle, man. hey you remember back in high school when it was literally like no gay people on campus there was like one that literally. was like there was like legitimate one, and you knew of them yeah. too yeah no it's like that's that one <laughs> <laughs> no yeah and, and even then it's still so like funny. you knew but but they didn't yeah. say it, but you just you knew. Just, exactly. <laughs> it was trapped in a closet. R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? No, you know. For real. You know what was good, though? Like Just trapped R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> my, my senior year, there was, it went from one gay guy to three that were yeah. like, yeah, I'm gay. Like, they That's were real. Good. And actually, the main one that, and he started out pretty early, which was like his freshman year. Um, he was a cheerleader. Oh, he was bold. He was like, I'm going to just go yeah, out there. He's like, I'm doing it. He used to wear Uggs all the time when it was like Ugg season. Um, oh, like, no. He said, I'm going to wear the Uggs. <laughs> I'm going to wear the Uggs. And you ain't going to say that. He's really not. Like, and nobody really ever like messed with him. Like, he was, he was, no one checked no, him. He was good. He was happy. Like, he was, he was a sweetheart. Like, he was a cool guy. Um, yeah. See, that's what it is. I feel like if I, if I would have known then what I knew now, would have been a whole different situation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it still took time but for, you live and for you people learn. to like accept it. Because mm-hmm. even then, it yeah. was kind of like, all right, dude, like you're cool, but don't talk to me like that. Let's not talk in public. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. You can be cool with them, but as soon as everybody comes out, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. I'll <laughs> oh, use my English class. That's all it is. Nothing crazy. Right. We Get sit next notes. to each other, you know, <laughs> right. casual conversations, but that's about it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> So you want anything you want to Man. leave off with with the, this new generation? Anything you want to get off your chest real quick about being oh, yourself? Man, no. I mean, honestly, I just encourage everybody to just kind of just love. You know what I'm saying? Because I just feel like when we was coming up, that just was kind of lacking. You know, so I just feel like everyone should kind of just love on each other. Like it's not that deep. You don't have to understand everything that somebody's doing or understand where people came from and understand all your different. It's not that deep. Just love on yes, people. Sir. You might learn a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't point, man. And that's it. That's an MJ quote right there. Marquis Jackson, everybody. A little MJ quote. Yes, sir. <laughs> Love somebody. Love yourself. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Love yourself first. Before you try to dress somebody, yourself. man. Come on. Right. And right. if you really want to love yourself, get the new Manscaped 3.0 hey, man mode. Yes, sir. Give your give your little fella some love. <laughs> yes, hey. Clean, Clean it up. It up. Um, it's the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> it's the lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped.com. Get 20% off when you enter locker room at checkout. 
Uh, free shipping too. Yeah. So um. Oh. Yeah. So we're we're probably gonna be trying this product out soon. Um, uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna dabble again with the idea of a uh, OnlyFans page. So. <laughs> oh God! Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we post that link. Well, I will post the link, but you know, man, it's not free to join. <laughs> we need to be able you. to pay for these Zoom sessions since, yes, since they charge me now. It's getting real. It's getting real. <laughs> pay these bills. Oh man! In this quarantine. No well, Marquis, man, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Oh, of course. Thanks honor, for man. having you me. Know, thanks for having love me. Love you, man. I loved it. And uh, oh, I love you too. All right, everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys, uh, thank you for listening again. And if you haven't followed us already, please follow us at Locker Room. Bo at on Instagram and Twitter and Marquis, if you want to let people know where they can follow you. Oh, you can follow me at Prince Key on Instagram and Twitter. That's just Prince Uh My SoundCloud is Mark Julius. That's M A R Q J U L I U S. Mark Julius. Um, you want to check out my husband's film? It's called Echoes in Empty Apartment. You can check that out at Alex Ramey Films on YouTube. And thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate no problem, it. Man. We need to do this more often. Yes, sir. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Later. Later. All right. Take care.